welcome to the very first episode of Ian Hates Colon Music, named subject to change, of course. Uh, I am your host, uh, Ian, and my co-host is... Craig. So we will uh, be talking, surprisingly enough, about music we actually love. Sure. Uh, maybe not as much as the hate. The hate will come, I'm no. sure. We'll, we'll go through that. But, the um, irony. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you need something, right? Exactly. I mean, something. So what we'll do is... Uh, you know, we basically, Craig and I talk a lot about music, and when you look around on the internet, you don't see as many podcasts talking about this type of music, like the kind of scenes that we're normally with, um, and we just wanted to talk about bands we love and music we hate, and yeah, I think that's about it. What about you, Craig? What uh, what got you thinking about this? Sure. So, yeah, like you, you mentioned, we, we always end up getting into this loop, and I get into these, these discussions with... Uh, with you and then other people, but it, it's it's you're right. It's really difficult to find things that talk about post-hardcore, metalcore, right. that, that whole scene. And yeah. it, it's also harder for me getting older here. <laughs> I, I find it harder to keep track of what is new and what what's coming out of there. I mean, outside of alternative press, there's uh, you know really limited number of things. I'm glad to see uh, Shane Told is it right? Who's doing yeah, the, the right. lead singer podcast, which you know helps me kind of stay plugged in, but. You know, right. this is one more thing for people to kind of plug into if they find it interesting, if they hate it, whatever. It, exactly. it doesn't really matter, but, you know, it, it's, it's stuff we get a chance to talk about what we like. And yeah, exactly. I mean, you would think with, I mean, so I go to so many shows over sure. the year. It's, they're almost always sold out. You know, there are those few matinee shows yeah. where only like 20 people show up, and those are great too. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, exactly. It's, it's great. Everyone's got their very Bruce personal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's very intimate when you're moshing into someone that with not as many people around you. Yeah. Uh, so that's fun. <laughs> but you would expect there'd be more of a presence online for this, but there really isn't. I don't even think – does Alternative Press do a podcast or anything? I don't no. think so. The, the only thing I've seen is uh, – and just in doing the Apple Music, I know that they, they curate – like they'll put out like monthly uh, playlists of this is what you should be listening to and um, – and, and just like new and upcoming bands, but right. I don't know that they do anything in the podcast space. Yeah. Uh, and and like you said, when we've looked, it's yeah, really it's, tough to find. It's thin pickings out there. That's, it is that's for, sure. for sure. And who knows? You know, you know, people might like us, people might hate us. I think that's part of the fun too. Exactly. I think that's that's actually what Shane has said on on his on the lead singer syndrome. Sure. Is that he loves getting the hate stuff. And exactly. that's actually a big – I'm a big fan of that as well. So, yeah, I agree. I, yeah. I think, you know, once we get this up and rolling, I think yeah. it's it's important to have people give us feedback and tell us what they want us to talk about, what they don't like us talking about. Exactly. Know, exactly. What they like and don't like about us, whatever. Yeah. yeah, and that's – I mean, yeah, that's part of the fun. I mean, I know we listen to so much music. Sure. Um, but we also listen to a bunch of podcasts too. I think that's something yeah. that changed in my life, especially recently, maybe like a year or so ago. Sure. Where podcasts were just so widely – like anyone can do one. As long as you put the investment in, time and money, True. you're fine. True. You know, that's, that's it. And not even that much money. Yeah, it's, not, it's really not that bad. I mean, look at Mark Maron who does this. I mean, oh, yeah. He started just, doing this out of his garage, right? right? And I think he, he kind of – he says that as a joke. I think, I mean, he has a very polished show. Yeah. But, like, there you go. Somebody who just does it out of the garage or basement or whatever. Yeah. I think Bill Bird just does it on his phone. Yeah, like, exactly. I, <laughs> and he must have something. I mean, because it does sound good. Yeah. Um, I know I've had friends that have tried to do it on their phone. It just doesn't sound right. Really? I, I mean, I prefer what we've got set up here. I prefer also having, like, a mixer and all that kind of stuff because then you can take phone calls. You can do all that kind of stuff as sure. well. But it's not like we're doing a live show anyways. No. So, what? you know, we're not really taking calls or anything. So Exactly. Yeah, hopefully with time, we'll see how this one goes out. Obviously, we're trying a new space. It's the first show. Sure. Um, we'll see how this works. And then we'll set up, like, social media. We'll get all that kind of stuff going. Absolutely. And hopefully people that even don't like the music will either be open to it or even make fun of us for it because sure. I don't care as long as you're listening. I don't Maybe really we inspire somebody to go digging around. You know, today we're going to talk about our influences. Yes. But somebody to go digging around and, and look up all, all these old or new bands That'd and, be awesome. and really get interested in yeah. this type of music. Because I think that's the thing. I mean – What's what I hear a lot is when people see like I'll post on Facebook a show that I'm going to or something. People will, you know, they think rock's gone. They, sure. You know, rock. Is, the the famous quote is rock is dead, and it does seem like when you look at the Grammy nominations, like we should actually probably take a look at that at some point because some I was point, yeah. oh it made me <laughs> sick. <laughs> yeah, no, see, sick. I don't have the same visceral reaction that's to true, pop music true. that you do. 
Yes, yeah, so, uh, Craig. I, we should even save. Maybe we should save uh, like pop in- influences for some other sure. time because we get loads and loads of satire out of that. That's yeah. I was listening to some pop music earlier. I'm not averse to the pop music, but right. I, I think you're right. I think I, I don't know that rock's dead. I think that for the most part, there's a lot of shitty rock yes. out there that people yes. listen to and shitty music because of how easy it is to get the equipment and sure. to record on your own. Anybody can, just like we're doing yeah. a podcast, anybody right. can easily do this and you know record stuff and put it up online exactly. uh, to listen to. I think really finding the stuff that's good or that you think is good. Yeah, well, right. right because right. exactly, this is all going to be what you know our opinion. Yeah, it's all our opinion. <laughs> yeah, we're just we're having fun because we like talking about it. Exactly, and that's all that really matters. But yeah. I think you're right. In in popular music, there's a lack of good music. Yeah. I think there's very few artists out there that are actually putting out good, in my opinion, of what's on oh, the yeah, radio. Oh, yeah, for sure. And also, I mean, so we're located in Boston. Um, I mean, there are one, maybe, rock station, and it's not even yeah. located in Boston. And it's hard for me to even say because as a transplant here, yeah. from, from coming from you know New Jersey to Massachusetts, I never really listen to the radio. I right. always plug in my iPod, have oh, it on sure. the car. I rarely listen to the radio. I tried, but there's nothing to listen to. So it's, what is, what's even the point? Sure. So, yeah, so this is hopefully, hopefully, you know, if people find us, they start listening, maybe we'll have recommendations that they're able to do. I would love for people also to send us recommendations. I Absolutely. think that'd be awesome. I would yeah. love at some point to talk to local bands, to talk to sure. those bands that are grinding it out in the Middle East upstairs, like matinee shows. I would love that. That'd yeah. be a lot of fun. So, yeah, so actually, I think that's a good transition. How about, Craig, we start with your musical influences of how you actually got to today? Sure. I think that's good. Uh, yeah, so so when we were uh, – Ian and I were talking about this, I, I think that a good intro to at least you know listening to this music is how we got into it. I've been listening to you know, screamo, post-hardcore, metalcore, whatever you want to call it, that yeah. umbrella of music. Probably now, when I look back on it, probably for like, the last 15 years. Yeah. Uh, that's about right. seems like a long time. So, yeah, I, I kind of broke mine down into basically three buckets. There was, like, the early years when I was just getting into this stuff. Yep. What I kind of listened to in the middle once I started listening to really, like, more Screamo stuff. And then kind of what I'm listening to now. Right. Uh, which will be a good transition for at least the end, like, recommendations. And, oh, for and sure. what we're listening to now. Yep. So, I don't know. We can kind of go back and forth here and feel oh, free yeah, to chime yeah, in. I, I think you're, you're. I think we share some of the stuff. It's just we share some of the yeah. stuff. I'm sure there's some stuff on here that that I'm, you're, you're going to break my balls over. Well, and <laughs> the same for you. I of mean, course, I think it works that of way. Of course. So, right. so I think at least for me, early on, it was really. Oh my god, I'm going like like I said, it's probably about 15 years yeah. ago. Really, what got me into this after really. It was a lot harder to find stuff back in the day, right? Oh, so absolutely. Like, <laughs> so well, that's when I relied on radio stations. Well, exactly. Because, yeah, I'm a few years older than you. Sure. So it was definitely, you know, obviously CD players in the car and everything like that, but the radio was where you got new bands. Exactly. You know, that's where things came from. So after I came off of, like, that pop music, it was really pop punk. It was, like, the yep. next logical step for me to take that was less mainstream, I guess you could say. Right. And... And more of this alternative type of music. So, I mean, a lot of the bands that I have on here are, there's Blink-182, which obviously was a huge, you know, radio band. Yes. Played huge stadiums. Absolutely. Probably one of the biggest pop punk bands to come out of, like, the late 90s, early 2000s. From the smallest venues all the way up to everything else. Sure. Sure. So, so Blink-182 is a good start. And from there, like, bands like the Ataris, I think, for, for me. Yeah, um, I missed out a little bit on Atari's. And I I don't know if I had already just moved on from Blink One Eight Two. Like sure. I never stopped listening to them, but I kind of I got to the little heavier parts, and the Atari's just kind of fell but behind. Yeah, and I, the the album So Long Astoria is sticking in my head. Oh, it's yeah. like the one I, I'm not remembering much of their other stuff. And, and again, it's been a long yeah, time right. since <laughs> I've listened to this or even looked back through it. But yeah, that album I'm just remembering. Like again, one of those front to back albums that's that's pretty good, pretty solid the whole right. way through. Um, what else? The used here. When, yep. when you start to really get right into into the heavier stuff here, the used had had some heavier stuff. Oh, Thursday. For sure. Yeah, Thursday. Uh, yeah, Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. Definitely like um, a world of time. Another great CD yes. that like yeah, you get into that heavier stuff, and that's really that, kind of where I start to make the transition there. Uh, some of the other pop punk bands, right, are like Rufio. Yeah. really like fast. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yes, yes, yes. That's yeah. when you start realizing, oh yeah, it's not like 
my parents' music. No, you know, of course. This is, there's different time signatures. There's screaming. There's all these other things that are happening, and it's just yeah. Exactly, and I don't think it's right. It's not uncommon for like people as a right. You look back to like from the '50s, maybe even before that on. Right with the birth of rock and roll, people listen to this stuff because they would put it on. And their parents would be like, "What? Yeah, the hell what are you the, listening? Yeah, seriously, yeah." So they right, think they I, were possessed by demons, and they just go on from so there. So there's yeah. some appeal to like that. Like, I don't want to listen to the same stuff my parents right. do. I don't want to listen to you know what's been done before. I want that new. I want the latest and greatest thing. And right. you know what? If my it makes my parents cringe, yeah, so oh, what? for sure. Yes. <laughs> So no, I'm so trying to look through who else. Yellow card is on my Yellow list card here. Yellow card for sure. I yep. remember seeing them at Warp Tour, that yep. the year uh, Ocean Avenue. Yes. Oh, when, when Ocean Avenue was huge. That that seeing, album. Holy shit! Like yeah, it is really really good. Right. Yeah. I yep. know. And yeah, it's amazing. And just how heavy it actually yeah. is when you go back. Like for kind of that pop punk band that yep. was kind of starting to get when, when pop. You got to tune down to do that. A lot of their songs, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. I believe. I think they're in D. Yeah, they're, they're in D, D, which is. You know, for that type of music, sure. it's still a different step. Yeah. Sure, yeah. sure, exactly. And so, they had a, a violinist, right? They or did a have chill- a violin. Yeah, it was yeah. A, vi- a violin player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember seeing him, like, he did, like, a backflip off the bass Yeah, he's just jumping around, stage. yeah. Uh, same thing. That was the same year I saw Story of the Year, too, oh, oh, at yeah. Warped Tour. And they put they on jumping around. a hell of a show. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah, that's so, actually – I'm surprised. That's not on your on your list, and that's not on mine, but Story of the Year, too. Sure. Bringing up that type of pop punk. Page Avenue? Like, Y'all. Right? Oh, that whole that, – yeah. I don't know if that was – was that their first release, Story I wanna of the Year? Say, I want to say yes because that was back when MTV was, like, still playing music that we liked back then. So um, I think it was until – or my dying day, or until the day I die. Until the day I die. That was, was there. a huge music video for them. So I, I want to say that was. I'm gonna look it up right yeah. now. Yeah, because they're kind of the ones that just busted into the scene of something that didn't even exist before. Sure. Yeah. So that was. Yeah, they were really impressive live too. And same thing, right? So like, this is where, like, at least for me, so you make that transition out of like the Emotion soundtrack, the Yellow yeah. Card, the Rufio, the Ataris, the Blink One Eighty Two into into something like Story of the Year, and right. now you're getting more into that screamo Story of the Year, the Used right. Thursday. Now you're transitioning here. a little bit. Yeah, you've got an actual like. Almost like a, a chart of like linear kind of progression, exactly. Through. And exactly. that's what's that that is what um, is a little different for you and I is I started right away. So Blink One Two was definitely on the radar. Sure, but I started right away with the like Corn, Godsmack, okay. Stained, yeah, like all of those new metal slash metal bands. Sure, they completely showed me a different type of music exist- existed. Yeah, so yeah. I went from there. Then backtrack to Thursday, and that's kind of stuff, okay. and then went up. So you came that's, at it from the other end. So right, yeah, it was like a little different. Yeah, like if you want to think about getting to like metalcore and everything, as right, like it's kind of like these pop punk influences yep. combined with like that heavier yep. rock style, right? right? So I, yep. I think you could come at it from either way, and yeah, I definitely oh yeah, listen to bands like like yeah. Disturbed and Stained oh yeah, Disturbed as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Slipknot, all Slipknot, that. Yeah, yeah. Of and course. I still listen to Slipknot. I mean. I don't listen to Stain anymore. Sure, Corn fell off a long time ago. That of course, kind of thing. but but yeah, that was it. Was kind of that newish metal where people were still you were still considered an outcast in school for sure. liking that kind of stuff. But then transitioned it back into um, I don't know. I mean, what would you call them now besides new? Me- it's almost like jock rock kind of stuff. Yeah, a little I, bit, possibly. I don't even know. I, you know, the, the genres get all muddy. They do anymore, they do. so it's really hard to say. I think new metal is probably as good, right? It's probably, because yeah. they're they're almost doing kind of like what Linkin Park's doing now. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. you know, I hate to I hate to say that because right, like <laughs> Linkin Park was. I, I don't know. I like Linkin. I used no. They were they I, they should be on that group of Corn and stuff as well sure. because that whole that was it. Points of Authority that album. Yeah. It's like that. That's like a masterpiece album. There's, Even listening to so the live good. CDs, I, I yeah. put that on. It couldn't have been more than a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I just I just put that on and was listening to that Limp Biscuit too. Yeah, I can't <laughs> help it. There was some stuff from Limp Biscuit. Sure, just couldn't. couldn't sure, help. but I so I put on that live in Texas, and that's one of the first bands I remember like ever hearing yeah. a live CD of one of these alternative bands that screams and plays right. the heavier music. That I'm like, wow, this is really polished. This is really yeah. tight. No, absolutely. What they're doing. Yeah, and I just going back to that that point you just made about Limp yeah. Biscuit. I still remember talking about your parents like playing a, a song oh. for your parents. I still remember buying three dollar bill, y'all, like at a um, like a used uh, CD store, 
and getting in the car and asking if we could play it, and I put on that cover of Faith. Okay. And my parents were just like, that one. what the fuck is going on? You sure. Wait, you've never heard that before? No, I've never heard that cover. I need to, wow. I need, okay, I need to look gonna, it up. That will be a piece we do for the show yeah. some other time, too, but you definitely have to listen to that. Yeah, I, I think should, you'll love that. I should look it up. Like I said, my, my experience with Limp Bizkit is Chocolate Starfish. Yes. Oh, so you, yeah, you didn't even get significant other no, as well. Oh, okay. I, gotcha. I had one other CD from him, the one where he did... What was the cover on that CD? I don't remember now. It's, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Okay, I got you. Um, but yeah, Chocolate Starfish. Yeah. I must have been 11 or 12 years old. Right, right, right. And the song Hot Dog was, yes. was it. My mom was like, nope, nope, not listening to this. That's it. I actually told her about it this weekend. She, didn't, oh, did she did not remember taking the CD away. Right, but she's right. like, well, do you blame me? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, ah, okay, I could, I could understand. Yeah, it makes I sense. I did yeah. look it up. Page okay. Avenue was their first. It was their first. It okay. was their first. Yeah. Just for so story anybody of the year, who yeah. is right. curious out there. We're always getting – we're going to get off on tangents. They had some the EPs before that, it looks like. Okay. But that was their first major, like, yeah. full length. And it made sense. They they broke at a perfect time. Sure. Like, that was absolutely perfect. So sure. that makes sense. So yeah, that was and, – and they are amazing live as well. Oh, yeah. Like, I saw them a few times, and it just – yeah, they had so much energy – Good singing, good guitar work, yep. drums, everything. So everything worked well. Sure. Everything worked well. But yeah, so that's – so I guess we came at it from a little bit of a different angle. Yep. But still kind of same trajectory. Sure, sure. Um, and then so when did your when did your music start getting a little bit more like focused and refined, I guess? Sure, to like that metal core, yeah. more screaming. So right. it really it was when I got into high school. I think I was a freshman in high school yep. and I had, I had friends who, who listened to this type of music. And I would that was back in like the like swapping CDs and yeah. burning CD days before like even way before MP3s right. like really <laughs> were like a huge thing. You started like yeah. rip CDs under your computer, yep. which is a thing of the past anymore. But I, I remember getting well, it was Alexis on Fire, yep. their, their self titled CD, oh, nice, nice. Uh, Atreyu Suicide Notes, yep. From Autumn to Ashes. Um, oh, I'm well. trying to remember what that CD is. I'm, I'm totally. Is it abandon all? Abandon all your friends, or abandon your friends. Was it that might the one? be the one with milligram smile, and yeah, I thought, it's something like that. Yeah, it's like abandon that. all your friends might have been later. Was oh, was that their second album? Let me yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I have it right here. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna look it yeah, up. Check it I'm out. Talking. I mean, but so so those three were were really the ones okay. I remember getting into. I remember actually specifically another another story about my parents. It's kind of like the same as yours, yeah. which is. We went to Best Buy and got the From Autumn to Ashes CD. <laughs> it was it was either From Autumn to Ashes or a Static Lullaby. We we're just ah, talking about so, it. We, we, static yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and and getting that CD and putting it on in the car on the way home, right. my parents are like, "What yeah. did you just buy? Like, what are you listening to?" And right. I was like, "I really like this. There, yeah, there this was just is, something different about right. it." And it was it was so different. I, I know. And while you're looking that up, I know yeah. my my mother and she's still huge country music thing. So. I was inundated with that from a young age, so I really hated it. And then to sort of rebel against my father, he liked this Skid Row, Metallica, like that kind of thing. So it wasn't like the worst type of music, but I kind of needed something different from that as well. Yeah. So when these bands started coming out, it was the absolute difference from them that I could get, besides going to rap. You sure, know, and, sure. And we all go through our phases. I went through my rap phase. Of play. course. Yeah, it just, course. It, it happens. But then my transition to, to rock, metal, post-hard, whatever you want to call it, that's sure. just the way I've always been. Since I heard that first band, it's just, that's the way it's been. Exactly. Yeah, yeah The Fiction We Live, that's the CD. Oh, okay, out, all right. It came out in 2003, and I think I actually went back. Too Bad You're Beautiful was the album that oh. came out before that. Okay. It was in 2001, yep. and then it was Abandon Your Friends. Oh, okay. So, uh yeah, Ben and your friends. I'm making sure I'm reading that right here. Yeah, and I still have um, "Holding the Wolf by the Ear." Yeah, that it's was the still next one. one of my f- most favorite albums. Like, yeah, it's, it's definitely on that list. And what was interesting about those bands, right? And the same thing, kind of with "Funeral for a Friend" too, was that oh, the, yeah. "Atreyu" from "Under Ashes" and "Funeral for a Friend" were the first where, like, you really look and say, "Hold on, the drummer's doing something." Too. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right. I think in "Funeral for a Friend," he he's the unclean vocalist, and yeah. in, in "From Autumn to Ashes" and "Atreyu," they're both the clean vocalists. Yes, the clean vocalists. At yep. least early on. Yeah. Yeah. So, they did make some switches, but yeah. So yeah. it's amazing. So listening to all those, that those are really like my entry into this music. I remember watching the uh, lip gloss and black music oh, video for Atreyu, yeah. and just watching that part where they have the shot of him doing the double bass with the yes. drums and I was like yeah double bass was a huge exa- huge difference exactly yeah. and I just remember being fascinated by like 
nobody, no other music I've listened to gets that sound out of the drums. Right. How? And and that was really what drew me into it. It was really just that heaviness, and specifically the double bass. Like right. you're getting you're getting rhythms now that you have you've never. At least for me, I've never heard before. Like there was no drumming that was like this. It, right. it was really drum and bass heavy on this. Oh, absolutely. The guitar yeah. work was crazy. Yep. And then oh. you've got the a lot of times the the chaos and the melody of the two different singers sure. as well. That, sure. That screamer and that melodic, and that's what got me. That's yeah, what yeah. always will get me. So like bands like Senses Fail. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they were one of the first. It, yeah, okay. The there first you go. Yep. Oh. So yeah, great. so tell me about yeah, you're this, you're is, so, this is so fucking nostalgic. Like right? memory lane <laughs> here. <laughs> oh, it's really funny. All right, let me uh let me check. Let me check my list just because I think I forgot some of this stuff. Sure. But a lot of yours are on there too, just thinking about them. But yeah, yeah I went through that first, you know, Reveille. Um you remember Nam Point at all? Non- you ever hear no. It? no. No. I'm gonna have to introduce you to some of their music. They are really they're still really good. Okay. Um, but they kind of mix a little bit of um rap core into it but not as much okay. but their shows were always sure. absolutely amazing um, but yeah Funeral for a Friend In Fear and Faith From from Autumn to Ashes Finch was a big one Finch sure. was one uh, very similar to uh, Story of the Year yeah, where yeah. it's just kind of I mean what it is the burn of course I just I can't talk enough about how amazing that if that song ever comes on in any I can't turn it off That that's one of those albums I remember listening to and in all honesty, I didn't like it the first time oh, really? I listened to it, or the first couple times. Yeah. Because it was one of those ones where I, I listened to it, and then I, I went away from it, and where I, I maybe just a handful of times didn't listen to it for sure. a long time, and then came back to wow. it. Wow. And I was like, what What did I not <laughs> yeah, hear the first time that I listened to this? Because this is <laughs> right. a great CD. Yeah. it's That is a front-to-back great CD. Um, sure. I, I remember picking that up in a use. I, was just, I actually just liked the album cover. Yeah. I was like, I've never heard of this band before, but it seems like it's within my reach. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. got it, and I was just blown away. Yeah. But yeah, I can completely understand that kind of thing. Um, it, it was yeah. different. There was something about it that was different than what, whatever, the, you know, the Census Fair or the Atreyu yeah. or the From Autumn to Ash. It was something different that they were doing that maybe it was just that, like, little bit too mainstream when I was really oh, rebelling. Like, sure, it sure. seemed a little bit more... Generic's not the right word because that that doesn't yeah. describe that album at all. Right, right, right. That, I, I wouldn't call that album generic. It was just maybe too mainstream as no, far as. No, that's possible. And I, I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean that. It's and, where and your head was. Where I mean, I, exactly yeah, where I was yeah. at that time. Right, right. No, I, I could see that for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I just that album, their second album, um, and just seeing them live, yeah. they're one of the best. Like he and I forget his, I'm forgetting his name right now, but the lead singer is just. I don't know where he gets the power in his voice because he's a little guy. Is like, he he's really? He's a really little okay. guy, and he just commands that room. Yeah, and he's jumping around. They are just. Does he like, do both vocal, both the screaming yeah, too? He does both. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's the same thing with most live bands. Sure, the, sure. The side guy, you know, bassist or guitarist will also add a little bit of something, but no, he's the full. Of yeah, course, everything. Of course. So, and now I just want to listen to that song. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, yeah, yeah, I think I think that you know a little bit softer before that taking back Sunday, yep. you know that kind of thing, and then um, funeral for a friend, like you mentioned, they were one of the ones that really them and uh, from first to last, yes, from first is, because their drumming again is yep. really amazing, um, and just that like animalistic screaming, but Sunny Moore from first to last. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, yeah. and then, <laughs> just to be clear, yeah, yeah, oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> And I love Matt Good's guitar work, and yeah, yeah. But Funeral for a Friend was the one that got me right there, and I said I'm never going to n- not like this music. You know what I mean? Yes. It's always going to be with me. Yeah, um, they were another one I saw at yeah. Warp Tour, and just like how polished they were. Oh for, yeah, for again one of these like smaller isn't the right word, even just like alternative bands, right? Yeah. That are that are out there playing like this heavier type of music, but just just how good they were live right. playing this small stage and kind of you know one of the back. Yeah, it's, parts of it's hot as hell. Exactly. Like, and they're just rocking everybody. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And just so good. Right. Yeah, and they're from uh and they're from Wales as well. Sure. So it was like a treat. It was like something foreign that you don't get to see very often as well. Yeah. Because I was gonna ask you actually when you were going through your influences, yeah. did did a band like from uh from Autumn Ashes, because they were from Long Island, did you get any influences from where you were living at the time? Um, that's a good. That's a good question, right? So coming from New Jersey, right? Like, there's a lot of between Philadelphia and yeah. New York, kind yeah. of sandwiched in between there. 
I, I think right that's where like the census fail comes from. Yeah, it, census fail from New Jersey Bayside. Bayside. Uh, I mean, so it, many Long Island bands like it, exactly. <laughs> so I think a lot of those bands, like especially Bayside, I remember being just huge and people people love Bayside, especially I still do. in that area. I still do. I, I, right, and not even just in that area, but yeah. like I I think universally right. they're one of those bands that just keeps putting out quality quality stuff. Yeah. I never was huge into Bayside, right. but I just right. remember them being exceptionally popular in yeah. in the New Jersey. For, New York, Philadelphia area. For a band also that doesn't scream whatsoever. Sure. Like, they're just straight-up singers. The, um, the lead singer has a guitar. You know, he's just so... When he's rocking around, it's more subdued yeah, than it might yeah. be for the other bands that we're listening but to. But still, very bass, drums-driven, yeah. fits into that kind of heavy music for oh, not absolutely. screaming at all. Yeah. yeah. So let's see. Okay, so we got that. Um, I do have to mention, because I... I think it's it's on your list too, and it's on my My Chemical Romance. Of course, was a huge getting into the theatrical. Yeah, the yeah. Kind of like, I mean, I, did you ever see the I'm Not Okay? I Promise music video. Yes, it's still one of the best music videos I've ever sure. seen in my life. Um, and that's also might be one of my it it's top three all time favorite songs. Okay, because anytime I hear that song, I'm automatically happy. No really? matter what's okay. going on in my life, I don't know why. <laughs> I just it just. I don't know. That song speaks to me. Yeah. Maybe it's the inner emo kid. I it guess. could, I it could <laughs> be the inner emo, right? Because it's always on all those lists of like every every emo kid from the 2000s yeah. will remember this song. It, and has, yeah. it has to be. Yeah, they, they were. They were kind of just that over-the-top, goofy, pop-punk band that was out there, yeah. you know, putting on – and screaming still. But oh, yeah, yeah. Not necessarily the heavy style, right. going more towards, you know, the punk. Oh, yeah. They were, they were that punk alternative with – a little bit post hardcore, but sure. it's just a very tiny bit because Gerard Ways, I still find his voice to be phenomenal. Okay, but he wasn't that. It wasn't that one singer, two. Sing- it was just him. Yeah. yeah, doing whatever he wanted to do, and I also enjoyed that. You okay. know, he's a rock star. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> you can't get away from that. He is <laughs> just a fucking rock star. Yep. Yeah. So then, let's say. So I'm looking at your list now. Yeah. So you went from Lexus of Fire from first to last. Um, what got you kind of now more? Because I know this is where we skew off a little bit. Sure, is you've gone way more into the heavier yeah. parts of it. And I guess I guess that's what I what I was saying before is right. So I came from singing to less singing and more screaming. And yep. for me, what's always drawn me to this is just how heavy the oh, music okay. is. And I don't I, I don't hate anything that you know sings more than they scream or scream sure. more than like I, i'll listen i listen to a little bit of everything yeah, now. Yeah. I, I mean i listen to even even outside of the these genres that we're talking about here right. i mean this is just focused in on this oh, part sure, of my sure. life yeah. i mean right. you've heard the music that i, I put on oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah i'll listen to you know i'll listen to jazz i'll listen to pop right. music I'll i still don't get that music. i don't get the jazz at all i'll, I'll <laughs> listen to indian alternative yeah. i'll you know i i'm i'm not just focusing on this right. but just for yeah, I, I've always been drawn to how heavy this is. So, right. yeah, bands like – who else is on here? That kind of led me down the path. You've the, got – The Bled. The, the Bled. Oh, yeah, yeah. The right Bled there, is yeah. a good one, right? Like for just that, like they – Pass the Flask. When you listen to that yep. that CD, they just transition into these halftime breakdowns that are like – I was like, oh, my God. Right, right, I need right. more of this. Breakdowns were a big thing, too. Exactly. That was, that was a big – when I first heard my first breakdown. And I wish I could remember who – it was like yeah, I don't even know. I mean, I remember like my first Wall of Death, you yep. know, Ender Shikari. You okay. still love to do that. I remember that being live and just being like, wait a second, you're going to. They used to do a, um, it's a pyramid and then a Wall of Death. So they would have okay. people. So they'd split the whole crowd in half. So okay. half on one side, half on the other, and in the middle you could get in a human pyramid. Oh, this yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's ridiculous. This sounds dumb. Yep. And then <laughs> as soon as that breakdown hits. Everyone runs into the human pyramid. Gotcha. And the guy on the bottom gets crushed. Yeah. He gets it, trampled it to death. No sense whatsoever. <laughs> and what was funny is no one ever really got – they all, like, loved it. That was that was what they wanted to do. So, anyways, that, sure. that whole breakdown thing, I really do wish I could remember the very first one I heard. But there was something big-time different about that. Yeah. The one – I mean, Lip Gloss and Black has that breakdown yeah. at the end, the Live, Love, Burn, Die. Oh, yes, They go yes. into that. And since these were probably my first, like, heavier bands that I listened to – because right. Alexis on Fire really doesn't do the whole breakdown thing. They're totally different. But – I think I think probably lip gloss and black is probably one of, one of the be. first, if not the first, breakdown. But the bled right. was one of those CDs I remember listening to where they had a breakdown. I think in just about every song, right? 
And then yeah. you get into like from Reveille, there. Reveille had some breakdowns. Okay. Maybe Reveille was my first breakdown. Finch also, I mean, during sure. What Is the Burn has a really great, I mean, that's some great stuff too. So maybe that was it. Sure. I think you go from there though to like, uh, like bands like Bury Your Dead. And I know yeah, oh, I'm going to yeah. catch some flack from you on this. No, and, I, <laughs> I don't even, unfortunately, I have so many personal stories about Bury Your Dead that it's probably best not to go in, at least not now. Sure. Maybe I'll have my sister on and she can talk about stuff. But <laughs> it's just, uh, yeah, go ahead. So go speaking, ahead with just, yeah. just purely based on Bury Your Dead's music. Right, right. Not how they are as human beings, regardless. Yeah, I don't have that, that same perspective. Sure. But there were ones where I remember listening to that, and again, that that now you're getting towards an album which is just kind of essentially like this a breakdown. Yeah, the whole album, the is, whole entire is thing, just yeah. thirty right. minutes of breakdown. Right. Yep. Um, kind oh, of absolutely. crazy. Yeah. You, you and no real singing. It's all just all screaming. screaming. Yeah, yeah, Same yeah. thing with Dead to Fall. Right. Yes, like yes. Dead to Fall is yeah. that really heavy? You're starting to get into kind of. Uh, some of their later stuff, like the Phoenix Throne, is more black metal, where yeah. they kind of do these slower, like, trudges through this just really, like, drop B flat, drop oh, A yes. type. Yes. <laughs> they just grind it out with these melodies over top. Right. But they were ones where, again, same thing, like, really, really heavy, but still mixing in the melodic. Like, I think there's definitely. That's what, yeah. There's definitely all, all of these bands, and that's kind of. At least for both of us, I yeah, think. I think for, so, yeah. For you, you go for it from the, the singing aspect, I think. Yeah, where, I do. Where you I get do your like melody. Yeah. For me, I look at it more as to, you know, what the what the guitars are doing together. Mm-hmm. So you have this really heavy rhythm guitar and bass and drums that are driving that heavy pounding right. bass. And then on top of that, you have the lead guitar, which is doing some, some little bit of reverb, a little bit of echo, delay, sure. whatever it is. And they're playing this melody that kind of carries through behind the vocalist who's screaming. Right, so, right, right. It's like, I guess it's that salty sweet, right? Like cool, when you sure. eat something, yeah, right? Yeah, that's you like, get a little bit of both. It's like, um, oh, what do you? What's like the opposite of chaos? Because I love saying it's like chaos and not chaos and melody, but it's chaos and like peacefulness, whatever you want to sure. call it. It's Peace, organized. Yeah, chaos. it's organized chaos. Yes, I think that's a good way to put it. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, and I just, I guess my transition was never completely to the screaming all the time like when you put on that music i will bop my head because i'm listening now to the guitars i'm listening to the double bass i'm listening to all that so i enjoy it but i don't think i would ever buy their albums or listen to it because i feel like that's what i want to listen to sure because i do i need that ah, it, it doesn't always have me i like lots of different types of screaming yeah but once you get too much into the like growling and like okay. that's I kind of lose it unless you've mixed that in with regular cleans, you yeah, know, yeah, that kind of thing. So you can't do the, the the whole the solitary yeah screaming all the time. Yeah, it's tougher for me. Yeah. And I think so. I think this is probably important to get out uh, up front and and you know as we go on here and talk about different bands and, yep. and different things. So for me, I come at it mostly from a musical side of it, right? right? So when I listen to this and. and you probably hear it in a lot of the descriptions I'm, I'm talking about, where I'm sure. talking about the drums and the yeah. Bass you and know guitar. a lot of you know a lot about that intricacy. Sure, so, and yeah. and when I listen to this stuff, while I hear the screaming, I don't hear the screaming. Okay, if that makes <laughs> any sense at all. So when, I think when I, I get you. I hope other people understand. Yeah. So so let me uh, to just kind of elaborate here. So when I listen to a lot of this stuff, it, it, especially more, uh, you know, it, is as kind of I evolved in listening to this, I listen to the music more. Okay. Rather than the vocals or even the lyrics, especially. Sure. So, while there are certain things that I definitely know the lyrics to, yep. a lot of the bands I listen to now, I could not tell you uh, what the lyrics are. That's a big. That's and a big disconnect between the two of sure. us. Yeah, yeah, right. So right. I'm drawn to it because of the music and because of, and, and, and I mean, a lot of it too has to do with the message. It's not that I don't hear the lyrics. Yeah, right, right, right. It's that I don't listen to the lyrics. Like right. I, I don't ever. It has to be – they have to be pretty dumb lyrics for me to shut something off. Like Attila. Yeah. <laughs> and even Attila, I can I – can, There's still some funny stuff. I mean, yeah. I could tolerate right. without, you know, just because of the heaviness of the music. And, yeah, I'll just laugh at it. But, yeah, yeah I really don't – I would never listen to Attila for the vocals at all. No, none of these bands I've ever listened to probably uh. strictly for the vocals with the exception of a few. And I'd really have to think hard on – I could tell you – see, that's the thing. I could tell you – specific vocalists for each band and why I like them over a different band because of the type of thing. Yeah, that's but that's what 
just like you focus more on the sure. on the instruments, you know, growing up as well. I focus more on the vocals because that's what I did when I was in bands. I sang. That's yep. what I and even though I play guitar very mediocrely and yeah, I have yeah. not picked up my guitar in a while, which is bad, but I don't have time. Anyways, separate story. Um, I do love to sing along and I do love the what a song and I know there's a story from the music as well. Yeah. But the story from the lyricist is what I'm naturally okay. drawn to first. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of the way it and then you know, I love a good intro song, it has no lyrics, but I can't do any of those bands. It, like it's called post rock, I guess. Post rock. Okay. It's John you know, more genre talk. Sure. But post rock I believe is like similar to music we listen to now, okay. but with just no vocals whatsoever. So so an example would be somebody like Animals as Leaders, who does yeah. like this really heavy, kind of like August Burns Red type, like metal, right. experimental. Just nothing. No vocals. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. That's and, hard for me. I can't. And see, yeah. I can listen to that no problem because gotcha. because I don't listen to the vocals. I listen to yeah. instrumental stuff all the time, and gotcha. it, it just doesn't bug me at all. Every once in a while, like I like some classical. Like okay. if you start cellos and violins and all, like sure. I, I would have loved to be able to like play the violin. Yeah. Like when I was younger, I was like, that is a badass instrument. I don't know why. I just always thought it was. And I can listen to that. But if you're gonna give me rock, I need something with it. Normally, that's and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the way it is. <laughs> yeah, of course. So we went from there to so we're, we're yeah. Listening so now to like a, let's go to your heavier stuff here. Yeah, yeah. So we're listening to a lot of those those screamo bands, and I think right like if we go to kind of what I listen to now. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, my my two favorite bands, and they've been been this way for a while. A day to remember for the fallen dreams, yep. without a doubt. It's which hard is a big difference between <laughs> the two of them. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yes. It's a it's a very big difference. Uh, for the fallen dreams is interesting, I think, because they've had so many lineup changes. Yep. From what yep. I understand, and they managed to stay with what I think is relatively a similar style through all of their albums. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, and a day to remember is just. I mean, they're they're in. A I league, love them too. I, they're in a league of their own. Yeah, they really are. They can kind of. They do a little bit of everything. Yes. And they're very good at everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, absolutely. I, think, I mean, they're Jer- really talented. Jeremy yeah. McKinnon could produce, could sing, could put out any kind of album with yeah. a day to remember or any other band. And you know, a lot of stuff I find anymore I'm drawn to because it's like, oh, produced by Jeremy McKinnon. So I'm like, yeah, oh, like, I should oh, look hey. this up right, because. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, typically, he puts out good stuff. Oh, um, absolutely. For yeah. the Fallen Dreams, it's that same thing I, I, I was just talking about, which is it's the really heavy bass, drums, yes. guitar with that melodic guitar over top. Yeah, of it. And, and I like melodic guitar a lot. Yes, and they yeah. do that really well. Right. They they like there is no one else I've found that does it as as well as for the Fallen gotcha. Dreams. Um, so I could. I can listen to them on repeat. And What's now? Explain the for the fallen dreams. Uh, their their singer again. Sure. What what type of style is that again? So oh, when, what would you call it? So he he just screams. He just screams. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think the um, I believe it's the guitarist does does the the clean the vocals cleans, yeah, for, yeah. Him, for them, and and they do some clean stuff. It's um, not that often though. It's not that often, and if you listen to any of their earlier stuff, there's very no. little, right. if any, right. clean vocals. Um, it's just screaming. I. Again, same thing. This this isn't really my my forte. Describing <laughs> right. the vocals, it's, <laughs> sure, sure. it's hard for me. And you're, you're saying, I haven't I haven't listened to them for so long. That's why I can't remember what type of screaming it is. Otherwise, I'd be able to fill that in. Sure, and that's the funniest part because you're asking me about the vocals right now, and I can hear the music in my head clearly. Right, right. and the vocals just missing, completely missing. Right. I, I don't I don't hear it at all. See, that's why when you bring <laughs> up the melodic guitars and you bring up things like that, yeah, I'm still so surprised that you never got into Alisana because. Like I, if you don't listen to lyrics, especially, but they're doing they're doing concept albums with so much technical work. Sure, like their guitar work and drums are amazing. They may be one of those bands that's worth a revisit for me. Yeah, so and I could tell you, and obviously I could recommend which stuff to start with because sure. then you'll like it more. <laughs> sure, because kind of they did polish up their sound, but. Yeah. Especially since you don't even – and their lyrics, I think, are fantastic. Yeah. They're doing concept albums and all that kind of stuff. But since you don't even listen to that anyways, I'm just thinking just musically for you, I think you'd really enjoy that. Like as my tastes have matured here, it might be worth revisiting them. Yeah. I just yeah. – Like Finch. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like Finch. Yeah. I think it's it's one of those things that maybe I've just – you know, I've been away from it for a long enough time yeah. or my tastes have matured to a point where now maybe I can appreciate some of the stuff. I don't know that I would like – you might not like. You might and still you, not like it. Yeah, I mean, that happens. I, I'm, I feel like I'm remembering. There, 
I don't know what it was. Maybe it was a little too whiny for me. If, if I mean, the le- the one lead singer, yeah. uh, he does have a much higher voice. Yeah, that's and, for sure. and maybe that's what it yeah. was that, that turned me off of it initially. Oh, but maybe it's worth, it's worth revisiting. Yeah, because I think you like the other singer, and I definitely know you like the guitars, because they do three guitars oh, as okay. well. So they layer things very well. They sure. know what they're doing. So, sure. yeah, yeah, that's something to look into. But, yeah, yeah I missed it. We're, we were talking about... Um, doing that countdown for the best albums of, of 2015. Exactly, yeah. Allison is definitely on there for their recent okay. uh, uh, album thing. And so, that's yeah. not even something that cropped up on my radar for no, albums no. of the year. If you look at my, in my list, I I was it's kind it of in shambles now. And I, I, Mine guess, is, I just have not added enough people. That's sure, the problem. Yeah. Sure, and I guess it's a preview for upcoming episodes, yeah, right? We yeah. plan to do our top... 10 albums yeah we're gonna try and whittle down to 10 probably with honorary mentions or something. yeah, yeah i think yeah. there's gonna be some it's really hard to do actually. it really is yeah i was surprised and i mean for people that buy so many albums and you've got apple music now yep. i've got amazon prime so i'm adding things constantly yeah but plus i'm also a big fan of because of how many shows i go to just buying albums from bands when sure. i see them too which is just nice because they get the money and it you know, makes me feel better sure like, I just, I keep on, and we'll talk about more when we talk about shows and everything. But just seeing those bands at the Middle East, just like carrying in their uh, albums, and it's just, I want to support. You know, of course, I, I want. It's not the same as going to see Bring Me the Horizon. They've gotten all their, you know, they have all of their T-shirts, and they're all like forty-five bucks and stuff. I don't, exactly. Yeah. They're in. A, I mean, they're in a different league. It's yes. different when you're kind of, you know, slumming it. I guess this. Yeah, you're scraping, you're clawing. Yeah, I mean, and especially in the industry that we're talking about. Sure. I mean, it's a very difficult. There are so many bands, but I don't know how much they really get at making a living. Sure, this. it's very saturated anymore. Yeah. The market. And concerts have to be where they make most of their money, if not all, yeah. I would assume. Those long-ass tours that they do. So. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. So I, I'm just trying to yeah, – I, I want get to get to your stuff now. But I think – right. Well, so we hit on a date, remember, for the Fallen Dreams. Yep. A lot of the stuff I listen to now, um, The Ghost Inside. Yes, you're a big Ghost Inside So I, I love The Ghost Inside. I think what they're doing is – Phenomenal. Again, right. same thing. They've kind of really hit on that melodic with with the heavy and just super heavy. I think anymore, a lot of these bands are putting bass drops in, which again yes. just appeases that. Oh yeah, you're, like you're need loving to that, just yeah. like oh my god, it just it gets heavier. Right. <laughs> that side. Um, you got me uh, between you and my brother, uh, yep. the Amity Affliction. Oh yes, yes. So I wasn't a fan of them when I listened to them before, and I, you know I'm really liking their stuff. Although I do agree with you, I listened to their new single, and it's more the same. Yeah. So I'm a little know, worried. I, I mean, it's like the color morale, right? Like they yes. kind of just oh, the yeah. color morale. I like, but I think they might yeah, be you're on your, you're on yeah. your list. Yeah, there yeah, the go. color morale. Yeah. I, I I like, but they're just another one of those bands that kind of puts out the same. What is roughly the same, although they matured in their sound, right? If you listen yes. to their first two albums, are different than their second two albums, right. or their well, is that right? yeah, their third and fourth album. There you go. Yeah, their yeah. first two are different than the third and fourth. Right. That's what I'm trying to say. Right. And I mean, you could say. A similar thing for Amity Affliction, but even Young Bloods wasn't that much different than what they're doing now. Sure. So, and that's as yeah. far back as I went with Amity Affliction. Right. I, mean, I think they only have one more before that, and, and even then, it's like Glory Days, I think. And even then, it's similar. It's, it's probably very similar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They kind of just consistently put out a product that is or, or a style that they they know what they're good at, yes, and that's what they, they do. They yeah. stick to. I'm and they're good. I mean, they, they and they're great live. Like that whole "I'm gonna scream for a while." And we're going to break it down, and then the bassist is going to sing the sure. cleans. Like, it works, and especially it works when it's live. It's a lot of fun. But, yeah, I heard that new single. I was like, are they going to ever change even, like, a little bit? Because that just becomes, um, you know, let the ocean take me. It becomes everything, single thing we've seen. So what's the point of buying the new album if it's just going to be more of the same yeah. yeah but we'll see that's just a single though they could sure. still go in a different direction yeah. sure Never. so so that's kind of where i'm at right yep. now i don't know if you wanted to go into kind of like so so like you were saying you you kind of take this in a different yeah. direction which is a little bit more more singing a little bit less screaming yeah it's it's i i do love the screams being added in i for sure love that like i said alisana is one of my all-time favorite bands um they just consistently to me make make good music um anything where I don't know. It's like it's like I heard "Escape the Fate" and just never <laughs> stopped. Like, okay, <laughs> Silverstein, Silverstein, who um, I still think are very similar to the past, but I still love it. Like they polish their sound. Yes, they, 
did a little bit more lyrical content that's not all about a girl, like screwing I, them over. Silverstein you know. was always one of those bands I thought their their lyrics were especially like over the top yeah, emo yeah. for me, and I'm sure. impressed with their latest album, which yeah. is actually really polished. Yes, really they, uh, stand amid the roar, right? Is that their newest, or was that the one before? I think that was the one before. This is I'm alive and everything I touch. Oh yes, yes, is the absolutely. one that came out this yeah. year. Okay. All right, yeah, I love both. I thought, I mean, yeah. Silverstein's another band that it's always great to see live. Sure, um, but yeah, it's it's weird. I don't even know what I'm looking for anymore. But I have to have, <laughs> like, I know I have to have a clean vocalist and a screamer, or I can just do the clean. Like, it's very very rare for me to find a band that is just screaming the whole way. Through. Yeah, like it has to be something like different, like Attila maybe. That's, okay. He's screaming all the way through, but it's a different type of music, so I'm, like, laughing along and, like, oh, here's a crazy breakdown. That, yeah, 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 there has to be some entertainment factor there yeah, for you that, that goes right. above and beyond and counteracts the fact that they're just screaming over Right, time. like, I can do one of those um, many of thousands of, um, of uh, cover songs yep. where they take a pop song and cover it, metalcore, whatever. If you've got a guy who screams the entire way through a pop song, I'm completely fine with that. Exactly. I don't know why. It's just that that works for me. Sure. But if I was going to pick up an album from someone, I don't want that type of scream. Even if it's high, low growls, I need something to balance it out a little sure. bit. Sure. I think sure. that's – because then it starts – to me anyways, it starts to sound a little bit generic. Especially because those bands probably aren't putting enough into their music. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, from the bands that are considered seen, they're probably, if they're just screaming all the way through, they're probably not doing an August Burns Red or a Four Fallen Dream. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I I, I see what you're saying. You think that they just want to kind of put out this, like, really heavy... Like, a mirror... Yeah, I was. Like, yeah, I was gonna. Them. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say Amir. And now I like Amir, and the same thing. Kind of like uh, lyrically, I think yeah, they they leave a lot to be desired. Yeah. But musically, I think it appeals to like that barrier dead aspect of like uh, we're okay. just gonna put out an album that's thirty minutes and it is nothing but a breakdown right, right. for thirty minutes. And if you're just in that mood and just want to listen to a straight breakdown, then yeah, that's, then there you go. That's all for you. It, they're yep. just gonna chug the whole time. Right. Uh, but yeah, I, I can I can see what you're saying there, where it seems like you know they're just trying to put out this generic, you know, not musically diverse right. stuff. Yeah, because I remember seeing them live and I just despise them. <laughs> I was just looking down at the people too and just being like, "Ew, how do you like this?" Shit? Like, <laughs> I don't know. That was where my very judgmental uh, part sure. came out. Yeah, the sure. Ian hates was was full force on that one. There you go. But <laughs> I'm trying to think. I think that's. I mean. I think that's where we both are musically. Sure. Um, and I'm sure, again, as, as we go It changes, too. I mean, I mean, exactly. we find bands all the time. It's so... Constantly. That is the great thing, is it's so easy right now to find new bands. Yep. And even if it's a band that sounds similar to a previous band that you liked, whatever, it's still... Sometimes it can be good. Sometimes you're like, fuck that band. I don't even want to deal with it. Of course. Uh, but just so many albums coming out so many new bands coming out people getting signed to different record labels yep. that are going to really push them for once like all sure. that kind of stuff so it's nice to see that and i think that's just something that's going to evolve as we go on absolutely you know? and yeah more of our musical influences will come out as, oh, as yeah. we go on because yeah, yeah one, at least one of the things that i usually do is like all right i like this new band and why do i like them and i need to compare them to somebody oh, else yeah. that i like so you've got youtube and you've got what's that uh other website you go to youtube and there was that one that you were looking up. Oh, I can't. It's on the top of my. Um, you looked up a band, and then there was just like a whole stretch of bands that are very similar. Oh, uh, Last FM. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, a, Last FM is yeah. is really awesome for at least what I found in the past. It's also bad for me because I end up going down this rabbit oh, hole of sure. just like, yeah. oh, this band is super similar, and that band is super similar. Like, right. I need to listen to all these bands and see if they really are and if I'm going to like them. Yo, but, no. yeah, yeah, they, they do a really good job of, like, who you'll like. Um, Apple Music is okay. Pandora is pretty good. Yeah, I do the like Pandora. recommending sure. yeah. things all the time. I yeah. mean, that's the, that's the shtick for all of these music. Oh, for sure. People that are doing all the streaming services is just how can we – get you to listen to more and stream more music oh and exactly yeah, i think yeah. that's a beautiful thing yeah no i i appreciate it. as long as the artists are getting their money and stuff i think that's all that matters absolutely yeah, that's <laughs> exactly <As laughs> if it's not victory records and stuff you know yeah i got actually i should check to see how that's anyways all yeah. right that's a separate <laughs> thing all right so how about we go on to now um 
what what album are you currently listening to? Do you have anything that's that's stuck in your head? Let's see. I mean, I I can literally give you what I am currently listening to. Oh, there you go. And uh-huh. what I what I was listening to this morning is Gideon. Oh, I, okay. Honestly, I had never listened to them before, yeah. and they're. What's appealing to me about them is they kind of have this For the Fallen Dreams flair where they're doing oh. that really heavy stuff. Um, They've been around for a while, right? They have been. They okay. have right. a, a whole bunch of releases on here that I'm looking at right now. Um, the album that really grabbed me this morning was, uh, looks like Milestone. Okay. Um, I thought that was a pretty solid. It came out in 2012, it looks like. Yeah. Um, they had an album, Callus, that came out last year. Okay. Um, so I, I don't know a whole lot about them, but that's kind of what I'm streaming recently. Oh, okay. I'll kind of go to my music here, and I can give you kind of, let's see here, what I've recently added. I, I just added the Jamie's Elsewhere, Rebel oh, Revive. Sure. Yep. Um, I, I really like Jamie's Elsewhere early stuff. I did too, and um, then I lost track. They, yeah. they had a serious shakeup in their lineup, well, yeah. and they kind of have a different sound now. I don't yeah. hate it. But it's not, in my opinion, it's not nearly as good as what they were putting out before. Sure. sure. Um, yeah, they're the band that did the Kickstarter. Their lead singer did the Kickstarter and then stole everyone's money, I believe. Is I, that? I'm pretty sure. I mean, allegedly, that's okay. what that's what happened. So they've gone through a whole huge change of stuff. So Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. And then some other smaller bands that I found um, kind of worth mentioning here, the Cold Harbor and Acres kind of. Oh, I know Anchor. I don't know the Cold Harbor. The Cold Harbor. I'm going to have to look um, them up. Spelled H-A-R-B-O-U-R. Oh, okay. Um, right. A couple of albums, I think two or three each. Yeah. Uh, definitely worth listening to. Uh, not a whole lot of singing, so I don't know okay. how you're going to... Yeah, it's, yeah, it happens. It's a little bit <laughs> slower, okay. but it's kind of like um, Heart and Hand, Oh, if sure. you like them. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do like of, some of this stuff, yeah. Kind of like, like what they were putting out. Um, okay. A little bit slower, that's all. And then uh, Blueprints. Wage War, yeah. Yeah, Wage War's new album. Blueprints, yeah. So that's kind of of just going back through my – what I've recently added here to my library in probably the last couple of weeks. I Uh, am – How about you? Yeah. Yeah, see, I didn't – I have not – that is one thing that I do is I get hooked on one thing and I listen to it to death. Oh. So (laughs) I am literally only – like basically – Everything I listen to is the new Ice Nine Kills album. Oh my god! Yep. Okay, <laughs> it's, seriously, it's that is like if you see me walking around here, I'm either listening to a podcast or I'm listening to that album. Really? Yeah, I can't. That's tell one of those you. things I can't do. I can't Ugh. listen to something over and over. I again. have to. I don't know what it is. I just if I like something, I lock into it, and it just never. Not even twice sucks. in one day. That's too much for me. Really? The same album twice in one Ooh. day is a lot. I what I need to do is I need to listen to it and and really kind of get acquainted with it. Yep. Then I throw it in my playlist. And uh, then I just shuffle my playlist, which ends up being like my own Pandora's station. Yeah, with, yeah right, right. With all the music, and then it kind of just comes up organically. Gotcha. Yeah, that is not how so, I roll. <laughs> it's not how I roll. It's kind of a balance between that and finding new music. Right, right. So, right. yeah, no, I've just, it's only. Only um, Ice Nine Kills, huh? Yeah, just all, uh, every trick in the book um, okay. is their new album. Yep. Just came out last week, and I've just been. Definitely worth checking out. It. Yeah, I love it. Um, melodic, post hardcore, sure. screamo, whatever, and. Yeah, plenty of everything that I love. Sure. So it just works. The theatrics. It's got, you know, he does. He does both. He does the clean and the and the unclean vocals. Um, but I also love that each uh, song is dedicated to a piece of literature as well. Yep. So I love that concept. I mean, they have a fucking song dedicated to the book Alive. Okay. The one where you know where the you don't know I'm that. Not okay. familiar. No. The, the Alive is a book. I, when did it come out? Maybe the eighties or something. Eighties or seventies. I remember I had to read it for a school project. Okay. And it was um, the Brazilian or South South American soccer team. Well, Brazil, South American, but I think it was Brazil. Um, they f- were flying over the Andes. Oh, this is the band that, that, that crashed. The yeah, the plane crashed. They had to eat people they to had survive. To eat each other. Yeah, 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 there's yeah. a song dedicated. Yeah, to that. Like, yeah. It's just, That's I I I know what you're talking about. Yeah, now. so that was <laughs> that was the one, and it was just. So I like that. I like that kind of thing. But sure. I guess, and actually, that segues very well into our next segment, which is shows we've recently been to, because we were both at shows this weekend. We were, which yeah. is actually going to be a rarity for me, because I know I, <laughs> this is the first concert that I've been to in probably at least a year and a half. If which not is crazy, because you do like a lot of, like a lot of your bands do come into Boston. I know. It's just and you never I, have a chance to go to it. Not even a chance. I just don't make an effort to go oh. to it. It's not one of those <laughs> that things. I was giving you the shadow of the doubt on that No, <laughs> I appreciate it. No, I, I'll be honest. I don't make an effort to go to it. It's not really my thing to right. go to shows, and I'm, yeah. 
So go ahead. Yeah, I no, no. I mean, as long as this podcast continues and people listen and everything, you'll be hearing a lot about concert reviews from me. Sure. And then basically, you, as in Craig, will actually be able to just to enjoy and make fun of whatever crazy events happen at said concerts. Absolutely. Yeah, I want my color commentary from this side of the desk. Because it is, I mean, (laughs) it is fun. It is, uh, you know, but weird things do happen at concerts from time to time. Yeah, Yeah. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, you have a little weird story that happened. You want to give them the background of... Sure. So I went and saw uh, City in Color. So again, Alexis on Fire was one of the first bands that I got into. And uh, Dallas Green is just a talented musician. Just all around. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. All around. Amazing, amazing vocalist. Uh, The voice of an angel, as I like (laughs) to say. Um, And just as a guitar player, like the ability to go from playing that stuff in Alexis on Fire to the stuff he does in City in Color, musically, it's actually very similar because Mm -hmm. you hear aspects of each. You hear aspects of Alexis on Fire and City in Color and aspects of City in Color in Alexis on Fire and stuff that he did. Um, But just. where he's come from starting City in Color, I think it was back in 2006-ish, mm-hmm. uh, when he was still doing Alexis on Fire, to where he's at now, almost 10 years later, is incredible. Um, he was out uh, promoting his latest album. I, so we could get into City in Color. City in Color is kind of like off the beaten path for kind of this hardcore metal. Yeah. If you, yeah. I, I don't know if any if you're not familiar with City in Color, they do a lot of bluesy, folksy, right. indie. Yeah, this is a lot acoustic. different than the stuff we've been talking about, but exactly. it does tie into Alexis on Fire, too. Sure, so. sure. So, so um, yeah, the show was phenomenal. Um, if you ever look up any of his live stuff, what he does compared to the CD is he yeah. just takes songs that they record in the CD and they just push it to the absolute limit. Um, just amazing musicians that are also in the band in addition to Dallas Green. Um, so they... I, from what I understand, they really wrote this album together, and then yep. they pushed it. Uh, what did happen, it was at the House of Blues, and somebody threw a beer on stage. <laughs> Dallas called him out. Fucking people, man. Somebody, while he was being called out, he threw something else on stage at Dallas, and he was subsequently thrown under the show uh, as the crowd quickly turned on him. Oh, yes. He was, he was trying to exit the building, and security got him out of there. Uh, Dallas was pretty upset, but... Uh, they kind of went on. He gave his speech about not being an asshole yeah, and ruining the show for which everyone. Which you shouldn't else. even have to give a speech to well, people. Well, yeah, for you it. would yeah. think like right. you're adults going to a concert. Yeah, and it's you House pay, of Blues too. It's not, not even like, adults going to a concert, but like you pay, you know, especially so for that yeah. show, like it, it's almost forty dollars a ticket yeah. to go see this concert, and you're gonna throw a beer or stand there and talk the whole time. I don't understand. Yeah, it makes no sense. I don't understand, and that's kind of, I mean. We walked out of there, and I'm like, okay, there's a reason I don't go to concerts, and that's not true. Uh, well, right, but <laughs> it's, not it's something true. to blame, though. But, like, right, like, you, you leave there, and you're just so disheartened by, like, the fact of, like, you just saw this amazing show, right. and there's people there that just truly don't give a shit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They're just, like... Like, don't even want to give him the respect that he deserves. And he definitely deserves it, yeah. Absolutely. Any band that gets up on stage... Absolutely. ...deserve that respect. Yeah, it's the same, I, you know, and that's a completely side art thing, but it's comedians. Sure. I don't get how a comedian could ever have a heckler. Like, I what... Don't Understand. What balls do you have to not shut your mouth? Like, sure. Like in every other thing, you can't do that. But for some reason, comedians have to deal with it. It's so weird. So not even on, yeah. on the principle of not being an asshole. First yeah, of all, just, and yeah, I'll two, just you spent money. Like this yeah. is something an experience your, that yeah. you, you paid for, you invested in to get right. something back, and now you're going to ruin it for yourselves, and you're going to create some sort of sideshow that's going to ruin it for some right. other people. Why? Why do that? But yeah. anyway, I digress. <laughs> But the, it was a good show, though. The show other than was that. amazing. Probably, I've seen him twice now at okay. City in Color, and I, again, I don't go to a lot of shows. But you know, even listening to a lot of the live music, we oh listen yeah, to, you I listen think, to a lot of live music too. So yeah. I think musically, I think probably one of the best live oh, musicians. Wow. That's great. If not the best, that's Fair. kind of going around right now. Oh, uh, okay. definitely worth checking him out. Um, yeah, if yeah. you like that, yeah, like look it up and make sure make Absolutely. sure you know it's not Alexis on Fire. So it you is have to, not yeah. Alexis on Fire. Right. If you're coming at it and thinking you're going to get Alexis on Fire Part Two, yeah, no, not even close. If you like Dallas Green singing and his guitar playing, then you're yeah. then you will like that. Uh, right. Other aspects of Alexis on Fire beyond that are not non-existent. Yeah, no, right, right, right. So, 
How about no, your that's shows? Good. Yeah, yeah, mine was different. Mine was <laughs> a little bit, <laughs> a little bit, a little bit different. Uh, mine was uh, in the vein of of the bands we've been talking about. It's um, Middle East Upstairs, which is a small ass room. It was a matinee show. Okay, which <laughs> is so doors were open at one. People drinking their Narragansetts, and Gotta like I said, it. none of it arrived on the stage. Like everyone was. Fine. Which like, there is, were a bunch of incredible thugs. because yeah. I think people's general perception of the types of right. music, if you look at the two, yeah. would be that at that show, I, at the show that exactly. you went to, yeah, exactly, yeah. Be like, everyone's tattooed, everyone's got spiked hair, you know, everyone's, you know, they're wearing white beaters, they're doing all that kind of stuff, but yet no instances in the crowd, no fights, no nothing, no thrown objects, nothing. Ex- exactly. So, yeah, exactly. but it was it was nice. There was a, the first band was a. Um, had to be like one of their first times they've ever been on stage. Really, a band called um, Of Nations. But I liked what they were doing. They were doing like a Silverstein kind of thing. Um, they were good. Casera uh, was pretty good. Um, no screaming really, but like um, vocalist was good. It's just I didn't like their levels. Sure. So I got to look them up again, see what their like album stuff is like. Um, I despise Relapse Symphony. Symphony, sorry, I don't know if you've ever. I don't think I've heard of any of these so far. <laughs> Relapse Symphony is like a um, a punk goth band. Okay. And I've seen them a few times, unfortunately, and they are just never good. I don't know what it is, but I just really dislike them. Um, but I, you know, I appreciate that they're making music, I guess, but I just don't like the style. Um, then it was uh, My Ticket Home. And you and okay. I have talked about yeah, them we, a few times. We talked so. about my team at home. Yeah, they're they're coming out with a new album. I thought they did a good job. Um, you know, their new metal breakdowns with screaming and everything. Sure. Um, and it worked, especially live. That's a lot of Which fun. Which yeah, and I, I was really curious when you said you were seeing my ticket home because they've changed their style from yes. at least their first two releases to what they've done recently, where they've gone with kind of. This edgier, grittier, kind of heavier Rage Against yeah. the Machine. Type. And they stayed with that. They did not go back. And they didn't go back. <laughs> no, so, no. yeah, I don't know if they've gone through any kind of – I think we looked it up. I don't yeah. know if they went through any kind of lineup changes that kind of pushed their style in a different direction. Yeah, I don't think – I mean, just might have been the evolution of what they wanted possibly. Sure. But we'll see what when their new album comes out. We'll see if they continued with that. But from the one song they played that was new, it sounded very similar to sure. that style. So, sure. Okay. Yeah. But then, and then the headliner was Ice Nine Kills, who I just spoke of. So they just destroyed the place. They had a great stage show. Um, the singer is really great live. Their guitarists are very good. They played a few songs from the new album, then a few songs from their old stuff as well. Um, and they just know how to hold a crowd. Like yeah. he gets out. He's one of those singers that loves the um, when you step out instead of just crowd surfing, you step out in the crowd and they hold you up. Oh, really? By your legs while you're singing, yeah, yeah, I've seen and that. then you, you know, then you jump up and they catch you and everything. So he just has, and they're from Mass, so this is their hometown show. They sold sure. out, like all that kind of, like sold it out, not sold out. But they actually just got signed by Fearless, right? Oh, so excellent. They're gonna be, you know, going. Hopefully, they don't hit a, a slump because that is what happens a lot of times. Is sure, you get that first major album and then you kind of disappear and i'm hoping that's not the case yep but, yep, yep. You know, we'll see did you who'd you look up there oh no no, no was I that was really? looking, oh, okay. i'm, I'm <laughs> getting a handle in text messages oh my wife <laughs> well we are i mean to be honest i think we've hit our time yeah i think perfectly like the only thing we didn't get to, and i guess we kind of hit recommendations earlier anyways, sure i think that kind of goes into what we're listening to now you yeah. know because i don't know if anybody's heard of you know some of the bands that we're we're listening to if yeah. anybody's heard of ice nine kills or acres the cold harbor and i'll have more um, i mean i'll have more as as the weeks go on, you know, Secrets have their new CD coming out tomorrow. Um, sure. I actually listened to it already. I don't think it's really that good. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm going to give it another shot. Sure. Give it, you know, let it go a little bit. But, so maybe we could talk know. about kind of like what, what our plan going forward is. You know, yeah. what, what we kind of plan to do on the on the show. Kind of rough outline of, you know, sure. what we want to do each show. I think each show, thinking. I mean, besides concerts, which I tend to have a bunch, you know, coming up and i don't i won't even go through the schedule i think i'll just work just as we talk about things yeah um but we're always listening to new music yep so we're always going to be talking about that so we can do artist spotlights we can do album spotlights we can do all that kind of stuff um we'll also do our our like not gimmick stuff but our like i don't know what you would call it for a podcast like events or something where we would say like we're going to do a whole um, episode dedicated to the best albums of 2015. Oh, like, sure, we're sure. coming into the new year, so now yep. you know, we'll have um, most anticipated albums of 2016. We'll be able to do all that kind of stuff. Exactly. And then, as hopefully 
you know, as hopefully as I get the website ready, get this stuff out there for people to take a look at, yep. hopefully we'll have more things from the audience of what they're looking for as well. Sure. Um, and go in that direction. Because there's so much stuff you can do with music. Of like, course, of course. And I think, you know, one of the things we've talked about, and we'll see if we actually want to do it or not, right. but we can try and we can talk about putting maybe a blog up or putting yeah. some of, like, our list of recommendations up like or that. our list yeah. of influences stuff. So I know, would love to play music, too. Yeah. I would love it. i, I got to figure out what the copyright stuff is. Sure. Like, I just don't know. Yeah. But, like, like whenever we're like, I so wanted just to like press, like have a laptop here and press whatever song we were talking about while we were doing this. Of course, but I don't think you're allowed to do that. So yeah, yeah, we got to figure that whatever out. Whatever we can yeah. do without getting sued. Would be well, excellent. yeah, that would probably be a good idea. Uh, I'd love to have uh, um, uh, band interviews if yeah. that's possible. Sure, um, that'd be really nice. But I just think people, in, especially in these scenes that we listen to, they need exposure. They need somewhere else for people to get their stuff. And I think they're just genuinely nice people who yeah. I think you know will be willing to talk to, talk to either of us about right. what they're doing. And yeah, that's what you would hope, anyways, right? Yeah, I mean, that's I the have impression not, that I get. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be honest. I mean, out of the hundreds and maybe even a, over a thousand bands that I've met over my life, because I just go to shows all the time. Sure. Um, I don't know if I've met that many dicks. Like, yeah, I, I really don't. In the audience, sure, sure. But the actual band, like, they talk about you know Roddy, uh, Ronnie Radke from uh, from Escape the Fate and Falling yep. in Reverse being a dick. But when I met it, he was really nice. Like, there are plenty of people. Maybe it's just personal life stuff that gets out there. I don't know what it is, but I mean, so many great people in this. Sure. I mean, they just want to share their music with of you. Course. Like, of so. course, of course. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to be that Axl Rose rock star dick guy, you know. Exactly. Just, yeah. Exactly. Why even bother with that? All right. Well, that's so good. I think, does that sound about right, then? That sounds, that sounds good, yeah. All right. Well, then, do you have any closing words? I have nothing, yeah. <laughs> Until next time. <laughs> I like it. Seriously, if your last line is, I have nothing, I think that's a great fun. I have nothing. <laughs> I'm and, tapped out. There you go. <laughs> and I'll do, I actually do have a line that I use to link all the podcast stuff together. So I'll say, Until next time. Long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, Craig. Thank you.